What's good? What's good, party people? I am Candia Johnson, your host of Candia Conversations. I pray that you are protecting your magic by any means necessary. Today, I want to talk about how to get publicity for yourself, particularly if you are a coach, a consultant, change maker, executive, if you work for a company and you have a specialized set of skills and experiences that you believe are valuable to people outside of your workplace as well, and you're ready to raise your profile, raise awareness about your brand. This episode is for you, okay? So let me warn you, though, this is probably going to be like a workshop-style podcast for you today, so you may want to take some notes or be prepared to revisit this episode so that you can take action and get the recognition that's probably way overdue. So let me start off by saying this. I am a firm believer in being your own hype woman, your own hype man, aka your own publicist your best advocate for sharing your work and talking about why it matters. I'm a firm believer in people unapologetically owning the good, the bad, and the ugly of their story. Everybody got a little ugly in their story, including me. (laughs) You have to be unapologetic about sharing your perspectives about topics or things happening in your industry, maybe it's your very own community, and commit to building momentum for yourself. Even, let's say, if you are an employee, let's say you are a project manager, you are a writer for a company, you're a training director, or maybe you you are a management consultant. I believe You should establish your voice, your brand, and your network outside of your workplace. The reality is no industry, no job, no title is safe from change or disruption. And at any given moment, someone could decide this is the end of your job with this company or with me. And so the smartest thing you can do is to keep yourself employable and marketable. And one of the best ways to do that is to get publicity so that you can build your network outside of your employer. You can continue to establish your brand outside of your employer. And listen, this is coming from a person, me, (laughs) who did a piss poor job at building a network outside of my employer. So once I decided to quit my corporate job, I struggled to find clients. I struggled to build awareness about my services and my businesses. And so I literally had to build my network from scratch and positioning myself and pitching myself for uh, media placements and even, you know, getting featured on popular blogs and podcasts was one of my top strategies that I used to attract clients, to generate revenue for my business, and again, to build my network. Because here's the thing. Now, this is a separate episode. But if it's one thing I know for sure, it's that relationships will take you places that money can't. And so I think back to my time when I finally decided, okay, I'm going to give this entrepreneurship thing a try. 
When I look at the opportunities that have happened for me, it's primarily because of my network, because people mentioned my names in rooms that I wasn't in. Maybe I started the relationship again because I was featured on a podcast or because I was writing at the time for Black Enterprise Magazine. So you have to put yourself in a position to be found. Even earlier this year, I came across a tweet from, uh, so y'all know the the show ABC Shark Tank. So you know Barbara Cochran is one of the uh, investors who sits in the tank. And she tweeted, the most effective way to build a brand is not by spending money in advertising, but by finding a clever way to keep your name in the press, end quote. I couldn't agree more. So today I'm going to share a few actions you can take to make publicity happen for you. And besides, when you consider the cost of hiring a publicist or a public relations specialist to generate awareness about you or your consulting business, it can be costly, right? The average cost of a publicist, particularly if you are in the startup phase of establishing your consulting company or yourself as a speaker, you know, the average cost you're looking at on the very low end, $2,500 a month. You may be able to find some people who do it at $1,500 $1, a month. Mid-end, you're looking at $5,000 a month. High-end, $10,000 and up per month. And people definitely pay that, particularly when you look to people with established agencies. So here's the beauty of our season right now. We have Twitter and Facebook at your fingertips. You have tools to create podcasts and uh, YouTube shows at your fingertips. And you could literally create your own hype, so much so that people come to you. You can literally create your own content for a show, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube show or even a blog, so much so where it draws attention to you. So if you are looking to become a go-to authority in your field, where people look to you for advice, best practices related to a specific topic, if you are looking to become a change maker, someone who wants to speak up about issues in their community because they believe, you know, a certain group of people are being, are being overlooked or undervalued, getting publicity is one of the smartest ways to do it. And you could do it in a cost effective way. But ultimately, my number one step is to become your own hype person. A lot of people want to spend a gazillion dollars on a publicist. They want to automatically wound, you know, get Forbes and Essence and all those sorts of things. And I'm not saying that that's not possible, but there's a huge opportunity being missed right now for to create your own hype. And the reward is... Creating your own hype, having your own platform can boost your online engagement, right? Uh, Boost your number of email subscribers to your list. Ultimately, you want to be able to charge more based on the types of publicity that you're getting, okay? So first, let's just make sure we are on the same page with the definition of publicity, Publicity is simply awareness of your service initiative product or business in media outlets. So, of course, again, you may be thinking about CNN, Forbes, Essence, 
Good Morning America, Own Magazine. These are certainly dream publications. Fast Company is another one. But don't get it twisted. Popular blogs, local media outlets, YouTube shows should not be overlooked. They are all a part of your strategy of getting publicity so you can grow awareness about who you are, what you do, and how you help people. Early in my entrepreneurial journey, I landed on some pretty popular blogs. Shout out to Sakita Hodley. At the time, she had hashtags and stilettos. So people who read her blog traveled over to my blog and joined my email list and started to follow me on social media, right? Shout out to uh, Amanda Littlejohn. I think I did a podcast with Amanda. I can't remember. Uh, She's a personal branding expert. I can't remember the name of her blog or podcast. But again, her traffic helped elevate awareness about who Candia was and what Candia was about and what she had to offer. So do not underestimate blogs, podcasts, YouTube shows, et cetera, et cetera. And here's what I really want you to understand. Many people overlook the fact that a lot of journalists, TV producers, um, influencers, They are listening to podcasts and lovingly stalking social people on social media channels looking for their next story idea. I know this (laughs) because that was me. So in addition to pitching myself to blog, you know, popular blogs and podcasts and things of that sort, I also pitched myself uh, to Black Enterprise Magazine, and I started off as a unpaid contributor and then a paid writer, and I also got the opportunity to write for brands as well. And so I would spend a significant amount of time on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook groups, looking for story ideas. And some of my most popular articles that were published on BlackEnterprise.com or even published in the magazine came from me lovingly stalking people like the Kitchenista, Angela Davis, uh, Shay Lawson, she's an attorney, Yolanda Perkins, she's the founder of Swimmy Caps. A lot of those articles did really, really well online. A few of them uh, landed in the print magazine. And then some of them, like Shay, Black Enterprise uh, was so impressed with her article and her advice that they even invited her to speak. I believe it was at the Women of Power Summit. I'm not too sure. And again, media uh, begets media. And so a lot of the times, all it takes is for you to get publicity in one outlet or with one popular blogger or popular podcast. And then other people are going to say, oh, I need to have her on my podcast or I need to have her in my online publication. And so I, uh, you know, people are tied to sometimes going this traditional route. But what I want you to realize is that many of my successful articles, the people did not pitch me. They did not have a publicist. They didn't have a media kit. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to do those things. I'm saying that you also need to put yourself in a position to win because these individuals were just simply sharing their processes or their perspectives as well as you know, their frustrations about challenges or problems or hot topics in their field on Twitter, Facebook groups, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And I started lovingly stalking them. And then maybe I slid into their DMs like, hey, I would love to feature you. (laughs) 
So stop waiting to be picked. Put yourself in a position to be found. Now, on the other hand, pitching yourself or your ideas, your story ideas to a TV producer, blogger, uh, you know, podcast influencer is another key to getting publicity. So let me make sure we are on the same page with the definition of a a pitch because context is key. A pitch is a compelling and concise email statement or even a presentation that's used to persuade someone to do something, to invest in something, to buy something. And so when you think about a media pitch, It's also a concise email that seeks to persuade a journalist or a TV producer or a podcaster to write about you or to feature your story or even just get a a media mention, right? Maybe include your business name in a roundup of businesses that people should shop at during the holidays. Like Forbes does that a lot, okay? Forbes.com. So I pitched myself to Black Enterprise. Now, although I only had the goal of probably writing one to three articles, never in a gazillion years did I ever imagine, one, getting my own kind of segment in the very beginning, and two, publishing up to 1,000 articles, if not more, for the platform. And also, from that opportunity, being able to write more specifically for the brand campaigns, I was also able to land additional opportunities to write for other outlets and companies. And so while I was producing content for this media outlet, I was also receiving a gazillion pitches a day. (laughs) Okay, maybe not a gazillion, but it was a lot, y'all, okay? I was receiving pitches from publicists, business owners, coaches, consultants, book authors who wanted to get their new product service initiative, their book, featured in the magazine or even in the online publication. And the top two mistakes, okay, that I would often see people make is one, not being clear on their value proposition what you do, who you do it for, and why it matters. Basically, the problem that you solve. And two, overlooking your story angle. Okay? Is your story, your pitch, related to the outlet, blog, or publication? Is it timely? Is it newsworthy? What's news to you may not be news to me or them. (laughs) Your story angle is key to getting publicity and getting someone to even respond to your pitch. So let's talk about the difference between a topic and a story angle, because a lot of the time, sometimes people would pitch me and say, oh, I can talk about wellness, or I can talk about personal branding, or I can talk about uh, entrepreneurship. And that is the topic. A story angle is looking at a topic in a gazillion different ways. A story angle is looking at a topic from different perspectives or a point of view. So let's talk about wellness. So wellness is a topic. The angle could be driven by the audience. How do different people approach wellness? What are the challenges that a specific group of people have as it relates to wellness? So you could think about wellness for new moms, wellness for doctors or physicians, employee wellness, 
The second way to look at an angle is the perspective that that group is going to have, right? The problem that it has. So you could look at how to design an employee wellness program or why you need an employee wellness program. When it comes to new moms, you could think about steps to help new moms uh, prioritize their health and wellness because maybe they're dealing with, you know, a six-month-old or a one-year-old. So with every pitch, with every piece of content you write, think in angles, Think about the audience, think about the perspectives, think about the challenges as it relates to your specific topic, your area of specialization. So here's what I want you to take from the story angle piece. You are going to have, if you are a coach, consultant, uh, an executive, if you are someone who has a specific area of specialization, You are going to have one startup story, like one story, who you are, what you do, why it matters, how you help people. You are going to cover the aha moment that inspired you to start your consulting business or the aha moment that that inspired you to speak about this topic. But in addition to that sort of startup story, your bio, you are going to have story angles. So you have to go beyond the traditional sort of what I do and why I started this business and be compelling and talk more so about your audience as well as the perspectives, the challenges related to your topic. That's your story angle. You have to show the world why what you do is so important. You want to show the world the times when your work is incredibly important. What problem are you solving? Why does this need to be solved right now? How is this going to change uh, the lives of a specific community? How is this going to change the world? Okay. So now that we are clear on the definition of a story angle, let's get into some specific examples and ways to get some free publicity. So the simplest way is to use the number one way in the simplest way that I always recommend is to use the calendar, the yearly calendar as your guide. (laughs) There is a theme for just about every single thing (laughs) that we know and love every month of the year. There's a theme for wine day. There's pizza day. There's coffee day. There's entrepreneurship month. There's mental health awareness month. So at the time that I am recording this podcast uh, is November. And in November, I believe this year, November 19th, is Women's Entrepreneurship Day. It's also Thanksgiving in the United States. November 26th, I believe, this year. December, okay, that's for Christmas holiday. But also, during that time, many media outlets are looking to spotlight gift guides and social impact programs and causes. January is National Mentorship Month. I believe it was maybe two or three years ago, I pitched a writer in Forbes and I got my first media mention before. So I have a full feature article on Forbes.com. But then before that, I was quoted in Forbes uh, talking about the power of mentorship. Also, you have to recognize that in January, it's a time when people want to hit reset. People have a desire to start something new. People want to make a change. 
So during that time, again, if you're a coach or, or, or consultant, if you are someone who's looking to position yourself as a go-to source, you want to think about habits and routines that have helped you or your clients become successful. If you are a therapist who maybe specializes in wellness, you could think about new wellness habits to start for the new year. Maybe you specialize in wellness for doctors or maybe even other therapists. You could special you could, you know, pitch an article or create your own feature focused on wellness habits to start for the new year. You could make that into a challenge, build some momentum for yourself. You could coordinate a women's health and wellness summit for new moms or physicians. In March, there's Women's History Month, as well as International Women's Day Month. And every major network is covering these calendar themes from Good Morning America to even your local news channels. They're covering this sort of content. The second tip I want to talk about is yearly trends in your industry. So from November to January, every, nearly, should say safely, nearly every major media outlet, whether it's TV, uh, print, who's really doing print, (laughs) or online, they're covering trends, upcoming trends for the new year. So I know for a fact that Fast Company does this, Inc. does it, Forbes, even beauty magazines like Elle, Essence Magazine. Now, sometimes these types of articles are a roundup of experts. So you may be featured in, you know, a series of like maybe five or six experts that's talking about trends in marketing or trends in education or human resources or technology or public relations. And so for my people who want to position themselves as a go-to authority, this is definitely a roundup of series that you want to be quoted and mentioned because this helps you become recognized as someone who is credible. So you may want to think about subtle but noticeable changes that happen throughout the year. You may want to think about questions or special requests from clients or, you know, questions, frequently asked questions from audience, uh, your audience on social media. Those are indicators of what trends you will pitch or even just one trend you will pitch for the upcoming year. How will this change or shape the way services are delivered in your specific uh, industry or field? How will these subtle but noticeable changes affect policies related to your industry or offerings related to your industry? So, for instance, my uh, wellness for employees angle, you could ask yourself, based on employee challenges, employee behavior or request that you noticed this year, What trends and employee wellness do you predict for the upcoming year? Even if you are, uh, let's say if you're a coach and you have a product, right? Like a journal that you are delivering for Christmas. People don't like to be sold, okay? So pitching your journal 
isn't probably going to get you, unless it's like a gift guide that may get you some, some press coverage, but you could again, talk about trends in your industry as a backdoor way to market your journal, (laughs) right? You may want to talk about trends and, and buying things or, uh, the way you attracted customers or just the platforms that your customers are using right now or how often they're using them. So you're thinking about that. And although you have a product to sell, this is a backdoor way to get people to the product. <laughs> the next tip, tip number three, is newsjacking. So newsjacking is a way to take a topic that's trending and make a story that's relevant to your brand. It's a newsjacking is actually it was coined by David Scott. And it is the art, right? And science of just injecting your thoughts into a breaking story. So let's look at some examples. Right now, we are in election season. <laughs> right? Well, the election results have been broadcast, okay? So we're in a little bit of a conflict, but the kid is not going there today. Y'all not taking me there today, okay? And so what you may want to talk about as a person who maybe works in human resources or education is how this new administration will affect your industry. What changes can people anticipate with a change in this administration? COVID-19 is unfortunately still a hot topic, How is this affecting your industry? How can you prepare or adapt to what's happening? So my client, shout out to Sarah Morgan. She did a reopening after coronavirus podcast series for human resource professionals. And from that series, not only was she able to position and pitch and even attract media attention, she landed in CNN, uh, several other blogs, uh, several YouTube shows, but she also was planning her HROI uh, Human Resources Summit, and she was able to bring awareness to the summit that she was hosting, which I think was about three months from the time that, you know, the um, people were returning to work and things of that sort. So it was a great opportunity for her to bring awareness to not only her tips and her expertise, but to also the summit that she was hosting. And the cherry on top is media attention, all because she put herself in a position to be found. Be your own hype person. If we think back to the trending topics in 2019. So listen, I know y'all remember that Popeye chicken sandwich that trended in the news for weeks and months. And y'all was fighting and carrying on about that Popeye's chicken sandwich. I never even tasted the chicken sandwich. Like after y'all carried on so much, I didn't even want to hear about it anymore. I didn't even want to see it anymore. But major online publications, TV news outlets, and experts took advantage (laughs) Of, of the trend and put themselves in a position to be found and to draw attention to their brands. So Ad Week is a popular uh, online publication. I believe they have a print magazine too. But um, there was an article in Ad Week, what the Popeye's chicken sandwich can teach us about going viral and connecting with communities. So 
if you are a person who works in public relations or marketing, that could have been a perfect route for you to take. There was a segment on Fox 17, I think it was in Nashville, and an anger management specialist, because again, y'all was wilding out over that Popeye's chicken sandwich fighting and carrying on. Anywho, the anger management specialist (laughs) spoke out about these violent incidents and also shared tips. (laughs) for getting your anger together. Inc.com did a article on Chick-fil-A and and what lessons they could learn from this, okay? So newsjacking is a really great, quick way, because you have to be quick with it when things are trending, to go from unknown to unforgettable. Now, there are a few tools that you can use to stay in the loop and find out what's trending in your industry. So you have uh, Google alerts. I've had Google alerts for years. Now you have to filter it because if you, you know, set Google alerts, you know, word by keywords or um, some of your competitors, you can be overwhelmed with the number of emails that Google will send you saying, Hey, this, this keyword was mentioned. This uh, competitor was mentioned. And so for me, for Google Alerts, I do have one set on my name. So anytime a blog post or my name is mentioned, Google will send me an alert and say, hey, you were published here. Twitter trends are a great way to figure out what people are talking about. I can't say enough about how Twitter has done wonders for my career. And I hated Twitter at first, but in terms of finding the even the opportunity to pitch Black Enterprise, it was because it was a journalist that was tweeting, an editor was tweeting on Facebook, on Twitter, looking for story ideas and new writers, uh, even building relationships in my industry uh, was key. Twitter was key for me to be able to do that. I, have, I feel like I have meaningful relationships with people I've met on Twitter. Building relationships with journalists, Twitter hands down. Or TV producers, Twitter hands down. LinkedIn is another way you can stay on top of what's trending in the news. Also, helpareporter.com. So it's called Harrow. And that website connects journalists seeking expertise to include their content with sources who have that expertise. That's the actual slogan, right? So usually journalists will go on Harold looking for ex, you know, experts about a given topic and voila, you could be there. So I know that, that there's a cost to that one as well. Another tool to find or website to find trending topics as well as influencers or journalists in your specific area of expertise is Busumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-S-U-M-O. I'm going to drop the link though in the show notes. And this used to be a freebie and now it's a trial, but y'all know what to do. Okay. Sign up for the trial and y'all know what to do. Anywho, you can use Busumo to identify, you know, high performing content, things that's really trending, but you can also identify influencers behind that content that's trending. So again, it's a perfect way to build your network, but to also find ways to, you know, talk about what's hot in your industry and kind of ride the wave of that trend. Hashtagify is another uh, website. 
it, that used to be free and now there's a trial, <laughs> but it can also help you identify um, in the top influencers who are using hashtags related to your industry, specifically for Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Now, you know, alternatively, you can also use Instagram to see related hashtags and who's using them. You could use that search feature and it will also give you, you know, who's kind of talking about what and the comments that people have. And that's another way that I used to find content as well. And so let's see. Oh, the fourth tip is to share your perspectives regarding survey results. So you want to connect your business brand or expertise to a recent survey and its results. So every single year, there's surveys about you know, women in the workplace. There are surveys about digital marketing trends or uh, finance trends. There are surveys about plant-based diets, climate change, uh, meat-free. I found one on meat-free holidays, people. Okay, so if you are a vegan chef and maybe you stumble across this survey, I, I think it was by Danata is the company, but the survey was focused on the fact that 30% of Americans are willing to consider um, no, you know, going without turkey for the holidays. You could use that as a chef to pitch yourself. It's a relevant story angle and say, okay, 30% of Americans are willing to consider going without turkey. And here is five meals that they could make. <laughs> right? So you flip the script on it. When it comes to survey results, you can also identify what's missing. What did this survey get wrong? If you disagree or there's a breakdown in the results that it's just not sitting right with you or maybe the surveyor missed something, pitch that. That's your story angle. That's a way for you to get publicity. And the fifth and final way, not final because of course there's a gazillion other ways to get publicity, but the fifth tip I want to share with you today is, again, it goes back to those relationships. Build rapport with influencers, podcast hosts, journalists, TV producers. Build rapport with these people before you need them. I can't say enough about Twitter and Instagram and even, I guess, Facebook as well, particularly if you're on their page and they're doing like Facebook lives and things of that sort. It's one of the best ways to establish a relationship with these people before you go sliding into their DMs saying, hey, can you cover my story? Or hey, can you interview me? Get a chance to, you know, develop an opportunity for you to build a relationship with them, comment on their posts, share their work. And you just never know what could come from that. Relationships are key. And a lot of the times when I was writing and covering stories for Black Enterprise, I had an established relationship with publicists who I met on Twitter or we would DM one another or we would share, they would share my work or I would share their work. And so, you know, finally when it came time for them to pitch me, even if the pitch was it something that I was interested in at that moment? I gave them specific feedback, right? Or I would just help them tweak it. This wouldn't be relevant for this media outlet. But what if we looked at it 
this way? What if we develop this story angle? You can only really do that when you have an established relationship with someone. And so there are quite a few publicists and even business owners who totally missed the mark when it come, when it came to pitching me, right, regarding their clients or their very own businesses. But because that relationship was already established, I worked with them to make the pitch work so that it was relatable to the publication. It was relatable to the publication's target audience. So here's what I want you to remember. Don't go another day without making an effort to be your own hype person. You don't have to be an expert or have a gazillion followers to get publicity. You need to speak, teach, pitch from your level of experience. Share your work, your processes behind the scenes, share your perspectives about what's happening. You never, ever know who's watching you. Keep showing up for yourself. Like Oprah, y'all could be listening to me right now. Y'all see, I keep speaking on that. But Oprah could be listening to me right now. Michelle Obama could be listening to me right now. Hey, girl, I heard you got a podcast. I'm ready. <laughs> y'all got to stay ready, people. So that is it for me right now. Please like, subscribe, share the good word. If this podcast was helpful for you, share the good word. Slide in my DMs and let me know how much you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.